All right. I just kind of love that that song, and it just spoke right into what I wanted to talk with you today about. No giant can defeat me or you because he holds our hand, and uh, that's uh, Tasha Cobb, and uh, that I, I'm going to be talking about giants in your life tonight, and one of the giants is fear, of course, and uh, I wonder if you can remember when you first were or recognized or were ever afraid or maybe terrified. Um, if you can, I certainly can, and the way that it happened is uh, I was, it was at a time when I was living in the country as a very young child, and I love to just go through bushes and explore to see what I could find. And this particular day, I was heading out to pick berries. And I had the rake, and I'm lifting it up, trying to chop down these uh, bushes, weeds, as I was going. And suddenly, something fell on my arm. And I thought, and of course, I didn't really think. I just knew it was a snake because of the way it felt on my arm. And I went running and screaming into the top of my voice. And there was no adult at home at the time except for my uncle and my brother. My uncle was the same age as myself, and my brother was younger. And boy, did they have a, a good time just kind of throwing things on me and hearing me scream. They thought it was the funniest thing ever. And they weren't even aware that here this kid yelling so loud that she she has lost or she lost her voice but they just got such a kick out of that, and I did not think it was funny. I lost my voice, and I don't know if you've ever screamed that much and that loud that you've actually lost your voice because my voice was really calling for help, but nobody was there to help, and so I had to endure this. So that that is my—I'm going to be springing from that topic tonight to discuss another very important topic along that line. So I just want to greet you. I am Blondie Clayton, your host for Solutions for Life, a ministry of clean communications and publishing. And as I look back on that incident that took place, that kind of set the tone for how I would live my life. So I went from this adventurous child to scared of just about everything. And um, you know, some of you might relate to that. But it made me aware of of things around me that could be potentially dangerous. And definitely, I never wanted to experience or encounter another snake from that point on. And so I live with that fear. But what I, what, uh, when I look back, I, I really enjoyed just adventure, being out, exploring fields and unknown spots and so forth and so on. And so that really... Uh, changed the course of my life. And as much as I've tried to just put myself in places where I, I it was more like, you know, exploring the country and going through, tra going on trails and things like that, I can tell you if something would have jumped out, I would have probably been screaming again. <laughs> and so anyway, maybe you've had an experience like that. And of course, you feel free if you have had one like that. You know, send me an email at coach23blondie at, at gmail.com. And uh, at least we can have a good laugh about it now. At least, I, well, I hope that at this point you can laugh about it. I can laugh about it now. It took a lot of years to get over that. 
So your fear can be real or imagined. And of course, I met whether I thought this this uh, thing that fell on me was a, an actual snake and that it was real. And so therefore, when they kept throwing those things on me, that was just constantly triggering that. But I have come to learn that God designed fear in us as a way of protecting us because if we are in a in imminent danger of some kind then uh, everything goes to work in our body to help get us out the way to get us to safety or or to stay and to fight whatever this is that's coming at us but what i want to talk to you about today is a, another type of fear that i'm seeing a lot of in my counseling practice and that is panic attacks and panic attacks are a brief episode of intense fear. And, and hear what I said, intense fear. So it is, it's not play-play, it's intense fear. And what causes these panic attacks? Well, before we can get to the causes of it, we know that, first of all, that something would have to trigger it. Just like my uncle and those throwing those things on me. Every time they threw it on me, then it, it, it just created that intense fear for me all over again. Because I'm thinking I'm that, that actual thing that fell on my arm, and when they would throw things on me, I thought that thing fall, fell on me again. But what it was is just a bath cloth or a towel or a sock or something like that. So here now I had this perceived fear. So now they were having a field day with it. So let's look at some of the onset of symptoms and what they might look like. Well, my friend June Hunt, who um, is a, a, um, a counselor, professional counselor, and she wrote in her book on fear, she said that, number one, that it, the onset is shallow and or rapid breathing. And this is called hyperventilation. And your rapid breathing reduces the carbon, carbon dioxide in the blood. And then uh, she says at that point, you could let it escalate or you could do something about it. And that's what we're going to talk about is how do you get control over it? What happens next? You get lightheadedness, dizzy, tingling of your extremities, palpitations of your heart, feeling faint and respiratory distress. So, in listening to what you've heard so far, if you're here and you've stayed on that this long already, uh, you might have already, maybe perhaps have had uh, a panic attack in the past, and and you wanted to hear more because you want to really get explore it and get more control over it, or maybe you even know someone that's having them and you kind of feel helpless and you want to help them. Well. This might be just what you need to do, just what you need it in order to be able to do that. So now that you know uh, what causes it, the, the, the triggers that cause it, you know how it comes on and what those signs look like, you, you have some decisions to make. And that is, are you willing to try something different or try something that you had maybe attempted to use before and perhaps you just it, it didn't work fast enough for you and you just panicked more. Uh, so it's it's all really up to you what you want to do. But these are some things that could help you. Now, the Bible tells us in Deuteronomy 20, verses 3 and 4, 
It says that do not be faint-hearted or afraid. Do not be terrified or give way to panic before them. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. So we already know we have him fighting for us. Whether it is a perceived threat or whether it is a, a an actual threat against us, we, we can turn to him because he says that, and we can pull from that. We can put that word back before him. God, you said that um, I should not give away, give away to panic before them, for you are, and you have, you have gone before me to fight this battle. And so right now I'm struggling with that. So we can see in with dealing with panic attacks, it, it, they are like an enemy. And so when we have an enemy, we know that we can trust God uh, to, to fight our battles for us. So it may seem that the enemy is trying to kill you like you're going to die, but according to experts, it says you're not going to die. And you can take control over it if you will allow yourself to do that. And so you can fight even your perceived enemy. Because remember, they kept throwing those cloths and socks and everything on me. And there was no imminent danger there. But I perceived that there was danger. And I went into the same mode as you would as if there was danger. And my body did the same thing as if there was danger. So here are a couple of tips that may help you to take control of it. Well, some of them you may have heard of already, and maybe you've attempted to try it. So if you've attempted to try it, try it, uh, try it again. Don't give up because it can be mastered and you can master it. So sometimes you have to hear things more than once. You may have to hear it from a different person. You may not have, you may not be ready for it at the time you hear it. And so therefore you hear it again and now you get it. Okay. I know, you know, I, I, I find myself doing the same thing. So the experts say that if you slow your breathing down and take deep breaths and hold for a few seconds and slowly release it, that will slow things down. So, or, and the other thing is to, you can maybe carry a brown paper bag with you. So if you find yourself there, you can just put that brown paper bag over your nose and mouth and breathe normally into the bag. The other uh, way uh, or suggestion is you can cover your head with a blanket and breathe normally. Okay, why? The idea is that you want to increase the amount of carbon dioxide in the blood. Your rapid breathing reduces it in the blood, which causes the, the lightheadedness and then takes you all the way to the next level. So the question is, are you ready to rise above your fears through panic attacks, that intense fear? Well, I sure hope you are. And if you are, good for you. Well, now that you are armed to help yourself, you not only can help yourself, but guess what? You can now help other people as well. So if you're looking for more resources, you might want to visit our website at ccplifechangers.com or our friends at hopefortheheart.org. And if you do decide that you want to purchase something from this them, you can use our discount code, Coach Blondie Topical, and it will allow us to provide free counseling, free and low-cost counseling to girls 
and women in local communities. So I am Blondie Clayton. Until next time, keep the faith.